Welcome back to the Two Black Runners podcast presented by The Runner Report. I'm your host, Joshua Potts, and just welcome back. Like, low-key, I bet some of you guys thought we weren't going to have a podcast. We're coming out on a Thursday. We usually go every single Two Black Tuesday and then go live that same day. But, like, bruh, I- I'm sorry. I was really, literally going to take a L this week and just take a L, bounce back the next week and come with another podcast. But we-, we have to get these 52 weeks straight. And the- what really just prompted this was that, yes, Yesterday, well, at least on this Tuesday, Christian Coleman was banned for two years, a two-year ban, the fastest man in the world right now. Christian Coleman, the 2019 world champion in the 100 meters, has just been banned. So we're going to have like a little special podcast today and just something really different that I feel like we never heard before on Two Black Runners, where it's going to be my brother from the same mother, Aaron Potts, and then we also got our dad on as well, who I think you guys really liked when we had that podcast episode a message to Nick Simmons is going to come on and talk about this issue as well and really just break down what's been going on for this past year. And before we dive deeper into this conversation, I have to give a timeline of what has really happened since we got up to this point because it's been a lot. And what we've said the entire time, we've called this whole entire thing the Coleman Show because that's been entertaining. A lot of things been going on, been a lot of twists and turns, ups and downs. And let me just catch you guys up real quick and then we'll get into the real meat and potatoes of this podcast so really gotta go over the four whereabout failures since 2018 and how the three of those have cost him now this two-year ban first there was the 2018 filing failure which is when an athlete doesn't put in their right location at the times that's that's the type of thing that happened to christian coleman with this filing failure but they actually showed up into his home place but he was actually in like oregon getting a physical therapy massage that's what happens with the filing failure then there was january 2019 where he missed the test so this is when he was at a weight session and got moved up earlier and that was the same time and he just wasn't there so that was so that was signified as a missed test then april 2019 yet another filing failure which put him in the danger zone giving him three violations within a year and if an athlete suffers three violations within a year they are subject to some type of ban and this happened to christian coleman and this happened in august of 2019 usada issued an anti-doping violation to christian coleman which was not going to allow him to compete at the 2019 Doha World Championships, but Christian Coleman was able to get past this as USADA actually made a mistake on the dates and specifically on that January 2018 filing failure because it's supposed to be backdated to the beginning of the month on January 1st, so that technically didn't make that all in one year. So now it looks like Christian Coleman is all in the good. He gets the opportunity to race at the Doha World Championships, destroys the 100, wins that, helps the U.S to win the 4x1 and completely destroy there and it's really looking good going into the 2020 olympics everyone's excited and then he misses his fourth test in december and this goes as a straight missed test a whereabout failure although this happened december the media and everyone else didn't find out that this was issued out until he was issued a provisional ban in june and this caused a lot of commotion as christian coleman went on sort of a little bit of Twitter rant who's really firing back at the athletic integrity unit who issued this ban on him and saying how they were being unfair to him with the December missed test and 
they should have called him and everything about that then the Christian Coleman explaining into this full essay and he also went on the flow track podcast pleading his case saying he was out Christmas shopping and that he was out getting Chipotle and he was back in time and they must have been at the wrong house making numerous claims against the Athletic Integrity Union but he also said on the Flow Track podcast that got a lot of people going I got people riled up at least on the running report Instagram he stated that I am the most clean athlete in the sport of track and field and then just a couple months later October 27th this week on Tuesday he that provisional ban went through and is now cemented that Christian Coleman will be banned for two years he did file appeal so we'll see how that really goes and how that really turns out but for now he is suspended he is banned for two years and will miss the tokyo 21 2021 olympics the fastest man alive will not be at the olympics next year So with that said, bro, I got to bring in the brother from the same mother, Aaron Potts, super hot Potts. First off, Aaron, how's it going, bro? How's it going? I know that was just a lot in the beginning, but how's everything going? Dude, yeah, that definitely that definitely was a lot on it. But this Christian Coleman case has a lot to it. It's been very, very unique. It's been something we've been covering since the beginning of the running report. And mm-hmm. it's not just it's and it's not it's not a normal. Um, this is not a normal situation with him, you know, missing three tests. And we thought he potentially was going to be banned from worlds in 2019. Yeah. And he got that exception to get it pushed back. And for him to then, then again, mess up again in December and miss this test. Now we're not going to have him at the Olympics and all the videos that we've been seeing back and forth that he's been making supporting himself i mean i'm not trying to be mean but it's been very entertaining and you know yeah. you know it, it it's news it's media so we, we're here to talk about it and without that we had to bring we had to bring pops on it because he's been with us on the beginning talking about it and i know y'all love hearing hearing insight from him how you doing though how you doing dad oh i'm blessed blessed doing very well health is good job is good uh so happy that my lakers won i was get off topic and i'm so happy that my dodgers won uh and there's one more the rams are next stop it stop it <laughs> that's just the way it's gonna be you know uh, la is a winning town and we win over here you know in la everybody yeah uh, i'm doing great how's yourself aaron I'm good. I'm ready. I'm ready to hop on into this. But Joshua gave us that good timeline, seeing all these different different things that has gone into this. It's been videos after videos released by Coleman, along <laughs> along with filing failures and where you whereabout failures. Uh, but with that, I'm gonna hand it over to Joshua. Yeah, like how you said, bro, you said that this was entertaining and like that's like the least way you can put it. This has been very entertaining from the very start when we first heard the rumors of like Christian Coleman and a few other athletes may be suspended from the world championships. And now that we find out that he's going to be suspended from the Olympics, not be able to compete till 2022, it's just it's, it's really 
fitting that at the beginning of this, we titled like this whole entire series of everything we cover on Christian Coleman as the Coleman show, because it definitely has been his show. And yeah. he seems like he's been trying to run it, but it's kind of caught up to him in a way in some sorts. And it's kind of sad to see. But before we get more into it, just more questions. Dad, how do you just feel initially with the reaction of two days ago, finding out that he's officially banned for two years of all the stuff that we've been discussing for this past year, to be honest? My first thing I thought was, um, you never too fast to get caught. Okay. So, as fast as you are in a in a race or playing tag, whatever, somebody's going to touch you. And I really, for his sake, I really feel bad for him because he's the one who's hurting. You know, this is entertainment. I, I, I get that track and field is entertainment. We're in, uh, entertaining the fans and all that, but he's at home hurting right now. And we don't want to really scorch him too bad, but it is a topic to uh, talk about. It, it's not a, it, it's not a uh, physical injury to himself, but it's a mental injury and it's an injury uh, to uh, Christian Coleman's legacy. This, this mark will not be erased. He's not going to be in the Olympics. And that's very hard. But but I would say this, which is so awesome about the United States, that we have some of the best sprinters. Somebody's out there who's going to step up. There's someone who's going to take his spot and take all the shine. Yeah, there's, there's somebody out there. There's most definitely uh, sprinters really just licking their chops right now to be on that 100, to be in the 200s next year, to be on the 4 by one That really just opportunities have definitely really just opened over up, opened up all over the place because of Christian Coleman. And then also, Aaron, I just got to get you. I know you already said like a little bit of your initial reactions, but what is your really initial reactions when the news first broke that this man's officially now banned for two years? We do know that he's appealing it, which which obviously he would appeal it. He feels that he is not guilty in this situation. But just how do you, what were your initial reactions when you heard this this Tuesday? I was like, bro, when we going to see the next video though? Where's Coleman at? What do you got to say? No, mm. I'm, just, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But no, just like Dad said, like it is, it is, it is sad, but I'm just, I'm not very surprised. I mean, we see for some reason this year in particular too, there's been a lot of, whereabouts failures and a lot of questionable things going on on that end um but for him to get that two-year ban i was hoping that he would only get that one-year ban if so so he could still perform at the olympics so for them to take away the olympics um, from him but i mean in all honesty he also took it away from himself by some of the mistakes he made it, it is sad it is sad that we're not going to be able to see him represent the the U.S. and potential, there's so much, like he was saying, if this is his livelihood, so there's a lot that he is going to miss out on um, because of this. But like you said, the story isn't even over yet. We know Christian Coleman and how, how he's been reacting um, to this. He has not backed down. And there's still another another appeal that is going to gonna happen. I mean, from my perspective, it, it kind of looks like he's done so, but there's still more to the story. Still more to know. You, you, you never know. Uh, I'd like to comment on this. Uh, four, about four years ago, there was a, a narcissist, an egomaniac, uh, a person who 
uh, been accused of rape and other uh, horrible things in, in, in his life who became president. You know, and what? that very person, that very person did say that he's the least racist person in the room. Oh. <laughs> now, oh. this. Hold on, hold on. Wait, let me, let me, let me set you up for that. Let me okay. set you up for that. Because that's something that I did want to talk about. And I just wrote it down in my notes as well. Because back, wait, let me get this, let me get these dates right. Let me get these dates right. Okay, back in June 16, 2020. So just about a couple months ago, when he first got that provisional two-year ban, this wasn't a big surprise this past Tuesday because he did get that provisional ban in June 16, 2020. But when he first got that ban, he went on like a whole rant on Twitter, made a whole thing and was calling out AIU, like, why didn't you call me and all this stuff. And we can get about, we can get more into why they didn't call him. We, we looked up the receipts and why they didn't do that. And AIU has said that in the report, but he went on the flow track podcast after he made that rant on Twitter. And he said that I'm the cleanest athlete in the sport and we posted that on our instagram made a quote tweet after quote quote a quote post after that and that caused got a lot of rise out of people now with that being said of him saying i'm the cleanest athlete in the sport now this tuesday getting banned for two years for three whereabouts failures which is basically whereabouts the whole idea of whereabouts is trying to keep the sport clean but he claims he's the cleanest athlete in the sport and now getting banned for that now i hand it off to you dad with the alley-oop well narcissist egomaniac, you, you know, uh, very uh, bold and arrogant uh, type personality. I, I don't know him. I'm just going by what I see and, and what I hear, uh, how uh, Christian Coleman uh, get, gets down. And so now his words come to bite him. You know, so uh, he's going to have to live with this for the rest of his life and explain it one day uh, if he doesn't have a child, but to his child or uh, to his wife. And he's going to have to have a uh, talk with his dad and or his, or his mom or whatever, or whoever he, who raised him and say, you know what? I was wrong. Why you know? do you, so, so for him to be the cleanest athlete, are you saying like, cause like he's, he's been tested more than anybody. And he, I mean, he did miss those tests, but he, he's never tested positive for anything. Are you saying taking tests is a part of being clean are you saying whoever actually is the cleanest athlete in the sport they have no test they have no missed tests is that what you're saying <laughs> you shouldn't be a, uh, <laughs> what you that's what i would say rules. that's what i would say but what if they tested like uh, what if they tested less though well well i'm talking about his statement well, I know, but the, the cleanest it, athlete in the sport ain't missing. Ain't missing tests, bro. I, I agree. The cleanest and, athlete, and it, and it looks like he's hiding something. You know, when when you can't make it on time, it looks like you're hiding something. You're not taking responsibility. That's the same thing. The smartest, the smartest student in the room isn't missing tests. They they turn in their homework every single week. The, the smartest, like the absolute smartest person, they're turning in their homework every single week. They're never missing the test. They're getting every single answer right. Like the cleanest person in the room is going to do everything, even if they're getting tested the least, just because they are the cleanest and they're not that fast. That could also be a thing because AIU said in their report, the reason why they didn't call him, one of the three reasons why they didn't call him this particular thing, because he ran very fast and he didn't miss tests in the past. So that warrants people to think that like, 
this person could possibly be cheating. And that's a crazy thing that we have to deal about in the sport of track and field that if you run crazy fast just one year, their eyes, more eyes are going to be on you and there's going to be speculations of you being of you being dirty. And that's a that's a sad thing to see, but that's just the reality that we live in when you see other la- athletes in past years constantly doping or using steroids and stuff like that. So like, that's just things you have to live with. And if you want to be the cleanest, you got to do everything you do to be clean. Yeah, and it's, it's really kind of strange because, you know, when you miss or you're not there, then what I'm talking about being is in the light. And so when you miss and you go in the shadow, that's dark. And so there's light and there's dark. And he's always been in the dark in, in, in a sense. No one can see him when it's time to test. Mm-hmm. And uh, dark and light is like bad and good. And so he's always in the dark. You know, he has to respond like, why is he always in the dark and not being seen in the light? That's something for he, for him to have to deal with what's his answers for always being in the shadows and never want to come out in the light and show everybody everything. And so there is something sinister going on with him and maybe his mind is not right or he maybe has a health problem that he can't be there on on time. I don't know. We don't know, but it seems like he's always in the dark and not showing himself in the light. It's really weird to me. Do you have an answer for that, Aaron? No, but I just wanted to go back shortly to let's go back December 9th. Let's I just wanted to review these reports December 9th, and I wanted to ask you guys if your minds now that we have all the evidence, like when we spoke about this about a year ago, we really didn't have like all of the evidence, like everything has came to light, I would say. Yeah. But, so December 9th. December 9th, uh, 2019, this guy, his window is from 7.15 to 8.15. He says that he was out Christmas shopping. He went out Christmas shopping. He has a receipt. Oh, he went Oh, he went to Chipotle first. I'm sorry. He said he was out Christmas shopping, whatever. But he went to Chipotle. He has a receipt from 7.53. He says he lives about five to nine minutes from Chipotle's five to five to nine minutes from his house. He said he got home from Chipotle around like eight oh five ish to catch to catch the Monday night football game. He ate his Chipotle and then he said he left his house. You know, he said he was there for the full window, so he's saying he's there from eight fifteen. And he said he left his house to after that to go Christmas shopping, and he has a receipt for sixteen items. At 822 from Walmart. Now, to me, I don't know. I'm trying to do the math, you know, like if a train is tra- traveling at 22 miles per hour, you know, at this time, what time will it be there? But this, I'm, I'm trying to add it up. I ain't trying to be mean right now, y'all. I'm trying to add this up. I'm saying if, like, for me, um, Costco. Costco is like five minutes from my house. Super close. Or let's say that Costco is actually Walmart. So if he left his house at 815 to get to Walmart, let's say he gets there quick. Let's say he gets there quick. He gets there at 
818 somehow. He gets in there and gets 16 items and checks out by 822? He, he just got his arm, bro, and just got everything into the shopping cart. Just got his arm slid, slid across the first aisle he came in, slid it onto the shopping cart, paid, did self-checkout super fast, and then was speeding like at 80 to get home. See, that's where, do that. that's where it doesn't make sense to me. And another thing that doesn't make sense to me is the now the AIU the AIU they're saying that in the DCO or whatever they have a picture they said of when they when they were leaving and everything too so they someone there some part of the story to me doesn't add up because if Christian Coleman did come home after Chipotle and the um tester was there I think they would have saw each other yeah, they would have. Like, I'm going to read you guys directly from the document. This is what they said. Mr. George is the DCO. I can't remember. Uh, they ha they had the DCO and the blood collector, too. So there was two people. There was a man, Mr. George, and his assistant. They said Mr. George rang the, door rang the doorbell and knocked loudly on the door repeatedly every 10 minutes, but there was no response. Their evidence was that they remained until 8.15 p.m. directly in front of the house, close to the front door, as well as the garage door. Mr. George took a photo of the nameplate at the entrance of the residence complex from his car at 8.21 p.m. to confirm the time. So it seems like they were there, but Christian Coleman just never showed up. But Christian said that he was there or there at the wrong address. But honestly, like I'm going to say like straight up to me, it seems like Christian Coleman, it, he's, he's, he's lying or... <gasps> He, he, there's there's just something not wrong like honestly like if, if even if i was like even if i was christian's friend i would tell him that i'd be like bro it seems like you're lying like are you like let's just be straight up with me because either way like, it's kind of also just hard to believe him because when you look at all these things his hours were 7 15 to 8 15 and the, if you're one hour the day where you need to be somewhere it's 8 15 to 7 15 and you're buying chipotle at 7 53 like or 738 i don't remember the exact time like you're not really taking this one hour seriously and i think dad would definitely agree if you're going christmas shopping during the one hour where you need to be somewhere or like say the cable people are coming between 7 15 and 8 15 and you're at victoria gardens going christmas shopping <laughs> how would like I, I don't that's a that's a way less serious issue than Whoa. drug testing but that's a definitely you would door dash. You know what you would do if the cable guy was coming between seven fifteen and eight fifteen, and you needed to do, and you needed to go Christmas shopping. This is what you do. I'm giving y'all advice. This is what you do. <laughs> Sit down, turn on the football game, uh, order DoorDash, get some Yo. DoorDash, DoorDash at Chipotle, eat that. You know, cable man's gonna come through. You're gonna be eating your Amazon. Yeah. And then he, he maybe he's done quick. Then you you dip out, and you go get the Christmas shopping done. That's what yeah. I mean. That just makes sense to me. But I wanted to ask you, Dad, like, yeah. you know, since twenty nine, with all this information out here now, has your has your opinion opinion of Coleman changed since last year at all? My opinion back then was that he was uh, irresponsible, and he's continuing to be irresponsible. And uh, he's not only uh, hurting the the game of track and field, he's he's hurting his uh, family, he's hurting himself, and uh, it, it's a very sad thing. You know, it could be jokey, jokey, and, and laughing, but this guy is losing income. 
you know, uh, for him not being able to uh, participate in the Olympics and being on that uh, the hundred, uh, running the hundred, the uh, the one and the two, you know, he's missing a lot of endorsements. You know, and I I really don't know uh, who will uh, endorse him now. Maybe he could go on a a, a show like uh, Alcoholic Anonymous or a, a drug show. Or it. something like that, you know, and and confess, confess to you know, confess to what though he didn't he didn't test well, positive for anything. Well, well, he confessed for being in the dark. It well being in the dark when he should be in the light. You need to confess to that. You know, we need to see you. Don't hide when we come looking for you. So, Doesn't make sense. So as as that you were saying, like this is gonna definitely affect them long term. Like we said, like in all seriousness, I it is it is sad because I really want to see Christian Coleman like just compete, like just being lovers of track. And I'm pretty sure he's gonna want to be out there in Tokyo if he's not gonna be able to next year and everything in between that. But just like, how do you feel like this is going to affect for both of you guys? How do you feel like this is gonna affect Christian Coleman's legacy going forward, where there'll forever be a tiny asterisk amongst his name, just like kind of how we look at Justin Gatlin now after he was banned for those four years. I know it's not the same penalty, but in this situation of running the 100 meters and being being the fastest man in the world, and now you're gone for two years for something that deals with with performance enhancing drugs, in a way, in a way, will this have what type of effect will this have on his legacy? Well. Well, no, no disrespect. I, I believe uh, Justin Gatlin uh, did his time and uh, made it far. And uh, so it's, it's not the same thing. Uh, Justin Gatlin re- responded like a man and was responsible for what he did. And we should forgive him uh, for that. Everyone makes mistakes. Just like Christian Coleman has made a mistake, but he's in the dark and he doesn't want to come into the light because, you know, the light shows everything, and, and, and it's bright, and it shows how filthy, how how, how dirty you are, and it, it shows all the errors. You know, it, it shows your lifestyle was not up to par. And, so uh, he doesn't want to come out there. I, I believe he has to come out to the light and 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 show the world that hey, you know what? You know, I was wrong. And quicker he comes out and do that, quicker he can get back to the game and and do right. Longer, he holds that and say that he, he was right and have that arrogant, obnoxious attitude, uh, it's going to be more difficult to get back. He may not even be accepted in certain, certain circles. Because this is like a sim- similar sentiment that you kind of had last year, because after he made that statement explaining those three missed tests, he was really, you thought that he should have apologized to the fans. Yes. You still feel like that same way that he needs to go out there and really apologize, because he was just really giving reasons to why these why he didn't miss these three tests or if that was on him and everything explaining he was kind of just like like had excuses for every for each one and reasons for each one you still feel like he needs to apologize well at this point he hasn't came out and uh, apologized or said anything has he i haven't seen any uh i haven't seen i haven't seen anything from him Uh, well you know he has to uh, get to the point that he can do that and we don't know. It may be a leg- something le- legitimate that did happen that he can't uh, take the test. But quicker he come back and say, hey, you know what? I was wrong and throw himself at the mercy of the court. Because you know what? Especially African-Americans, we are 
quick to forgive. Yeah. You know, because okay. we want to see him run fast. We want to see him do well. We want to see his his family prosper. But he has to want that. Aaron, do you feel the same way? Do you think that the only way to save his legacy, he needs to say sorry in a way? Uh, in a way. I mean, I would say, no, Dad, you made some good, some good points there. You know, you changed my opinion a little bit. I do think that I don't think it's the same as Justin Gatlin. Justin Gatlin was Olympic champion and then tested Correct. tested positive and that that hurt me, you know, cuz I remember that Olympics, Justin Gatlin, Maurice Green, Sean Crawford, those were some of my heroes and to hear that he tested he tested positive and that he was cheating. I've never I've never looked at him the same and like, yeah, I mean, I guess I need to be give him more grace. But I always have just looked at him as like, man, he possibly is just a he's he's a cheater. Like this dude is a, is a cheater. That's how I've always in the back of my mind. I always think that about Justin Gatlin. Now with Christian Coleman, I think it could go two ways. I feel like if Christian Coleman, you know, serves his band, you know, but never says sorry and serves his band. But then he goes off and he just kills it. You know, because I think people are are more split on this on this um, hearing than than um, we making it within it seems. Like I think there's some people that really disagree with AIU and the DCO and think they were in the wrong. Think like they should have called him that they were out to get him. And there's people um, that think Christian Coleman was was totally wrong and that he was irresponsible. And then there's people that are just kind of in between that just think this whole system is messed up. So I think there's a lot of different ways people, people are going to take this and look at it. But I do agree that if Christian Coleman is becomes perceived, if he becomes perceived and gets his reputation as this, as this arrogant person per se, then people will always be whispers there there will be whispers and christian coleman i don't know him but he seems like the person he don't like whispers he don't like people whispering saying that he did something um we already seen from the videos he reacts you know very very quickly so i don't mm -hmm. think he would like to hear those whispers of is this guy cheating but if he did like serve his band and came back you know apologetic and said he was irresponsible at those times i think all will be forgiven and I think people especially if he runs fast I think people will totally forget that this even happened because it's not a positive it's not a positive test so I I think there's I think he could definitely come back from something like this I think we will forget if he comes back I think he's gonna come back and I think he's gonna run fast because Christian Coleman is one of a kind talent he was a beast in college and, and he really has done his thing for the past couple of years I feel like U.S. and everyone kind of just gave him an alley-oop for the Olympics next year to really just be the star of the Olympics when it comes to the 100 and maybe even double in the 200 and see what he could do there if he could finish top three or there as well. Like, he was going to be one of the stars of the Olympics. But I I definitely, like, once he comes back and once he runs fast, which I think he will, we will forget for the time being. But there's always going to be that let's run for him that comes up. And I think I think there's gonna be a forever mark on him as being 
even a cheater. And I'm not going to say that's completely negative because he could turn that into a positive. That can be his testimony at the end of the day that I got I got it right after that. I was able, I missed no test after that. I was on my P's and Q's and I did everything that I needed to. Those two years were the best. Those band, Those two years of being banned were the best two years of my life to get my life on track. So I think that's definitely a possibility, but there's always going to, like, he wants to be the cleanest athlete in the sport, and being a clean athlete is doing these things. It's being in that one hour of that day whenever they show up. That's that's your job. That's your duty of being clean, of being in a clean sport. So he's going to forever be marked of a cheater at some point in his life. Yeah, and, and also with the saying coming back, you know, there's he's not the only guy in the game. You know, there's other uh, people who run who are fast. And they're grinding, and they're trying to get some some shine also. And so it's going to be difficult for him coming back. And there's going to be somebody who's going to pop up and uh, steal the show. So it, it, it could be a little kid. We don't, we don't know. Some teenager. Great white we have, Yeah. That's possible. Ariel Knight, bro. Matthew, Boyle, Matthew Boiling. Yeah. So, so the thing about it is, like, you know, if some, some youngster – to be out there really working hard and take someone's spot. You know, that's the bottom line. Someone to take your spot because uh, that person stopped working as hard. You know, and it's a mind game too. You don't have to cheat, you, you know, to be a winner. You, that's not what it's all about. You do not have to cheat. What about a person's integrity? You know, this person's going to have to, if this if he did cheat, you know, or did something illegal, uh, this person is going to have to live with this for the rest of his life. You know, and so you, you, this sport is a sport of integrity. And so he's going to have to remember that. Is he, is, is Joshua, is Christian Coleman a cheater? Yes. He's a cheater. Like, it's, it's the, he's, a, he's a cheater, bro. Like, like I was telling you just before off wax, bro. Like, even though he he he's not caught for doping, he still he still got three bands tests and he's banned for a year. Just not anyone just gets banned for three years or two years. My fault. That doesn't just get banned for two years. If you're still looking at someone's papers and the teacher catches you three different times. You're a cheater. Like, you may have not been completely cheating off that paper. You may have just been looking a little bit. You're going to be looked at as a cheater to that teacher's eyes, to the audience's eyes, to your students and your classmates' lives. Like, he was probably cheating. That's I would have done the same thing. That's what some people are going to – some people in Christian Col- – that looking at Christian Coleman that want to get to the top was like, bro, I would have probably done the same thing. I would have went Christmas shopping at that time. It's not that serious. But at the end of the day – it it is sort of that serious. That's why he's gonna be gone for three years. So in people's eyes, he will be in my eyes too. He can still redeem himself. Like I'm still gonna cheer Christian Coleman on and stuff if he comes back running fast, or even when he comes back, but like he's still he's a cheater. Okay. Well my question is, did he have an unfair advantage? Has he had a unfair advantage to run faster? Are you saying like did he what so, we don't we don't know that we don't know that to run faster is that what you're saying to to recover and run fast well we don't know that we don't know that well i mean how can, you, how can you call him cheater i don't know i don't think a cheater just falls on the under the umbrella of 
of using performance enhancing drugs. That's not the only only thing of being a cheater. Like this also giving him the upper I was telling Aaron this yesterday, giving him not surrendering that hour of your day, like and not filling in your Adams report and everything, the report that you have to give in every so much thing. Like that's part of your job. There's people that have to do that every single day. They show up all the time. The cleanest athlete in the sport is showing up all the time to do this, to be a runner and to be involved in the sport and not to be banned. Like give that the give for him to not worry about that and not have the stress about that is giving him a bit of an advantage on a daily day basis. To not stress about those type of things. Like you have to be there in that hour. Yes, it's a little time, it's a little thing, but like you're still cheating in that type of way because it's all about, like you said, the integrity. So if you're the fastest man alive, the fastest man in the sport, you also need to be you need to be the most integrous. Is that a word? You need to have the no, most integrity. That's not a word, bro. <laughs> you need to have the most integrity in the sport as well if you want to remain the fastest man in the world. So you're that's saying basically to Joshua's point, if you break the rules, you're a cheater. In, in life, there's reasons and there's excuse. So you can have a reason, uh, the reason why you didn't make it to class on time or didn't make the appointment on time. That's a legitimate reason. But watch this. The excuse is cousins to a lie. An excuse in a lie is like brothers and sister, a brother and brother. They're kin. So when you start making excuses, the next step is lying. You just are all about lying. So reason, legitimate. Excuse, uh, I don't know. So that's next why. Step, next that, step, you that, just say lying. So that's why to you, that makes sense for you, for your take. Because for you, like you're saying, you were saying that like he's in the dark, you know, because his excuse was I was at Chipotle. His excuse is y'all didn't call me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if he really gave reasons or those sounds like excuses. Yeah. Well, his main thing was, why didn't they call me? Why they're supposed to call me in the last five minutes? But the Athletic Integrity uh, Union, they basically came up. There's three reasons why they didn't call him. They called him because there was it's a since he missed four tests before. There's like it's a warning side on that athlete. He's had very good performances and missed tests. And just the the competition manager, like the out of competition manager, the person in charge of the test issued that thing saying that he he had an impression that he may be getting like forewarned about these tests. So like there were all like I feel like those are legitimate reasons to not call this people. The world champion champion pole vaulter Katerina Stefani from Greece, she even came out and said that like in Europe they she never got a call. She's the world champion in the pole vault. She's never gotten called for a test at all. So like you can have that excuse, but like if we call you every single time, and I just want to make this one more thing. I'm sorry, Aaron. This one more thing. The AIU also said that I feel like it's very important. Like the reason they didn't call is like the purpose of the telephone call is not and can never be to invite the athlete to come for testing. Like they're they're not like they're your friends. Like we can be homies, but like they're not like your your straight up friends. Like this is a job thing. This is a job thing. Like we're not 
they're not trying to get you caught, but like they're trying to take this as seriously as possible and be as fair and bipartisan as possible as well. I would I, say. I got a question for Dad. So let's say Joshua's calling him a cheater right now, right? So what if he really wasn't trying to avoid these tests? And he comes out, he says, Hey, I just want to clear the air. I'm gonna serve my two year ban. I am not a cheater. I'm a respon- irresponsible. I went to Chipotle. I didn't prior- prioritize my time. But I promise you, I am not a cheater. I have never tested positive, And I will serve my band. Would you still well, call him a cheater, Joshua? Oh, okay. I still call him- no, he's irresponsible then. He's irresponsible. He's still a bit of a cheater, but he's more irresponsible. That, that more trait of being irresponsible is definitely at his head if he's able to come up there and to admit it. But yes, he still did cheat. He did cheat. That's definitely by the stats, by the stats, by the analytics. He he still did cheat, but more than anything, he's he's irresponsible. And that would be if, if definitely if he loses his appeal, I think that's what he that's what he should do. Well, right, right, well, right now we don't know if if he cheated or not. All we know is that he's banned. There's a, there's a reason why he's banned because he did not follow the rules. He's banned. Now, if that goes into the category of cheating, so be it. But I don't know if he cheated. You know, he did he did something wrong. I don't think they're just picking on him because he has a history. And so him having a history and them uh, banning him and it's, the ban is two years. But so happened to fall on the Olympic year. You know, that's on him and his money. But I, I bet you this, somebody else is coming up and going to take out, take all the shine. And he wasn't really, he wasn't really guaranteed to win the 100 anyway. He wasn't. I was, yeah, he wasn't guaranteed, but like, he, he was definitely, Michael. it was definitely like, hey, bro, like, it's, it's, it was set up for him though. He ran nine. To get a medal? To get a medal at least, and that's a bag. I know, but to win the world championships the year before, like he was set up like but looking just even at 2016, what he placed third? Or he placed third in the in the or and then 2017 he placed he got second, I think. So like it was definitely like it was his turn to now take the crown for sure. Tyree Kill, here we go. DK, DK Metcalf, he said. DK Metcalf. Said <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Chad Johnson, bro. You know, they're, they're, hey, they're, Ocinco. Uh, you know, see, it makes it really difficult for other athletes. There's a guy out there named Noah Lyles who's never been in any of this conversation of uh, cheating or uh, missing tests or anything like that. It just, just makes it different and it just puts a, a black eye or a white eye on the uh, on the sport, in 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 the sense that you know, Joshua mentioned, or one of you guys mentioned that it it appears that you have to run, you have to in order to run fast, you have to uh, be doing something to run fast, which mm-hmm. is not legal. Yeah, that's you, an assumption. You know that that big assumption, and so and there's no allowance out there. You know who is the star? of the sport right now that's who maybe you guys should be like 
get off this guy like and focus on this Laos guy. You know, I mean, if he would answer monster. his, if he would answer the, he would answer these DMs. I'm trying, I'm trying to get him on the show. He don't want that rap battle against me though. Well, That's a whole uh, other story. Well. But uh, don't sleep. <laughs> hey, also with, with Christian Coleman out, I saw today Michael Norman posted him practicing the blocks with the caption "hundred, hundred meter." Now this boy ran a nine eight six, and you know your boy. Remember Usain Bolt? Was he in a four hundred meter runner at first? Yeah. And he yeah. moved down to the one. Yeah, he was dominant. Well, because because he had strength. Exactly. It, it, it takes strength. And Michael was running the hundred in high school, right? Whoa. Just a little bit, just a little bit. Just, just, hey, just a little bit. But, but don't you, sleep on that though. Well, don't sleep on that for real. Like, I but, think he ran like ten three. But you don't think Noah Lyles, you don't think Noah Lyles got four hundred strength? Not like Michael Norman. You don't well, got, well, got Michael you, Norman you don't, out. You don't know that. He don't got the four hundred mental strength. Because no, he don't want to run the four by four. If he did, he would run the four by four. He gone. There, there ain't no, there ain't no really long money in the quarter mile. No, but if he, uh, but if all he, all the money's in the one and the two. If he was like, oh, I'm gonna go up there and run that four hundred, he would. He don't got the four hundred mental strength, and that's not like a knock no. on Noah Lyles. He no. would probably say that. I'm say, he would probably. I'm just saying, if y'all see, if y'all see Michael in the one. I, I it, that wasn't tried. just like that was a coincidence. That was yeah. a coincidence. Uh, it was a part of the plan. It was yeah. a part of the plan. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. And, and then so, and that makes it even harder for this Coleman fella to get out. That's what I'm saying. He's you gonna know, come. There's gonna be a whole Michael Norman and uh, Noah Lyles. And don't and don't sleep on Trayvon Bromel. Well, that boy, that's, that boy that's, back. That's the real that one. He's gonna be a problem. There's gonna be a whole new star by the time he come back. Yeah, he's gonna have to. Bromel's a problem, true. bro. When he's healthy, he's a problem. That that's true. And so, and when you come back, there's a such thing as you got to get Ray sharp. You know, and everybody's sharp. You know, it's it's gonna be different. I think he'll no, be ready. He only well, gonna, gonna be 26 though. Well, well but, gonna be 26. but being Ray Sharp, he's gonna be angry though. Look at Justin Gatlin. Justin Gatlin came exactly. back. This man, Justin like Justin Gatlin, came back, took some more drugs. It was over. No, 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 no. Just that's that's foul though. Here. That's just, foul. Justin Gatlin <laughs> is an animal. See, see, see. Certain everybody, watch this, is built a little different. You know, for something different, whatever. And so then we, okay, now we have different people of all races, ethnicities, and colors. Then we throw them in the track and field. So, but everybody's mindset and built, the molecules and their atoms and their DNA is all put in there a little bit different, mapped out a little bit differently, whatever. And some people are going to surprise you and run faster than what you think they could run. It happens every single year. That, that that's what makes track and field very exciting and so yeah no allows it probably was not no allows me uh michael norman that's probably is the plan go run the hundred to make this million dollars you heard it here first I, I get it. on the running report on two black runners yeah. you heard it here for it first I, I i i get i get that but you know what there's no allows and saying maybe out there saying uh-uh i'm the man you know, and so far from what I've seen in the one and the two, he is the man. Well, like you no. said, Michael got that tiger blood, though. Well, yeah, you know, he got that tiger blood. You know, no lies, ain't no punk. You know, he ain't gonna just lay over. You know, he he gonna fight just as he's gonna fight even harder. 
He got something to prove. He, he got he got bills. <laughs> you know, you know he'll fight hard. Believe me. You know, and he's an outstanding character. Not that Michael Norman is also, and his teammates and the guys on SC. They do an awesome job. Whatever. But I'm a No Lyles fan. You know. We'll see, man. Yeah. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be real exciting, but it's definitely unfortunate to not see. Well, looks like we're not gonna see Christian Coleman next year. We'll see if his appeal, if he's able to get his appeal for all of this. But we'll definitely uh, cover it if it does, or if it doesn't, we'll definitely be talking about Michael Norman and Noah Lyles next year, and all the other characters in the Olympics coming into next year. But it was definitely exciting to sit down, little talk about a little bit of track. But we're gonna be back on like our little regularly scheduled program especially back soon. I believe me, trust us guys from the Two Black Runners podcast. Before we get out of here, Aaron or Dad, do you guys have anything else that you guys want to want to say to the people real quick? No, it's all good. No, keep keep uh, peace alive, you know. Uh, young people and old, we have an election coming soon. Everybody get out there and vote. Everybody, Everyone's allowed to have their own opinion. But you don't got to break no window <laughs> because of your opinion. So get out there and, and vote and accept what God's going to allow to happen. Aaron, you got anything else you want to say? I just want to say thanks again for tuning in to the Two Black Runners podcast. We really do appreciate you guys, especially y'all that be listening. Every single week, you guys are the ones that really keep us motivated and keep us going. And we'll be back next week on a tuesday and yeah keep uh, like subscribe share with a friend and yeah make sure y'all get out there and vote yeah we we ain't we ain't going nowhere i know if no we came a little late this week but we still going 52 weeks straight see y'all next week on two black tuesday let's get it you heard peace out